hello everybody. It's uh, Rich Poland. And it's Stacey Ham. And we are with you again for another episode of Ticket to Rider, our weekly podcast regarding all things Ryder Cup and any other uh, international competitions. And what a strange week in the world of golf it was this week, Stace. Yeah, what a strange week, right? Like nobody's playing. No one's playing. I guess most of these uh, players don't believe in any kind of vaccines or anything. Can't even get to Bermuda. And think, and good for Bermuda for not like being strict on the policies. Yeah, and I, good for them to saying, you know, that regular tourists didn't have, uh, you know, one policy and golfers didn't have a, a different policy. But that was the only real game in town. There was no Champions Tournament. There was no European Tour event. There was no uh, Corn Ferry event. There's no LPGA event. That one was canceled. So really, this was the only game in town. Only game in town. I mean, well, we had some players show up, right? I mean, but only game in town. It was, an, it was an interesting field, but first let's just uh, remind everybody that we're brought to you by uh, Anchor. The Anchor app allows commoners like me and you to do these podcasts for for you know for all our listeners uh, without any trouble. It makes it incredibly easy to do to do podcasts on whatever topic you want to do, and you can go to Anchor.fm or the Anchor app to figure out how to do it on your own. Yeah, so if you guys want to put some content out there, good content. No QAnon people, please, but, you know, it's okay. We just want to put some good content out for people and some enjoyable things for people to listen to. So, so uh, yeah, the tournament the tournament this week, they couldn't fill the, the 132 spots, even though there were no Corn Ferry events and there was no European Tour event. In fact, if you look at the roster... For for uh, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship, there were a lot of players who are generally on the European tour who played in this event. Yeah, yeah, I know it's amazing, right? You would think you would think there'd be more players that would want to come. I mean, you know, there are a lot of American players that aren't, don't have status. I'm looking at a bunch of players that played well; they end up getting status, conditional status. So you think those players would be out here playing, right? Well, you know, it's interesting. Do you know? Do you know? I, I looked. I looked at the. I looked at the list of people who played in this turn of, of the individuals who played in this tournament, um, and there weren't very many former Ryder Cuppers who played in this tournament. Uh, only one guy who played at Whistling Straits was in the tournament. That was that was Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, and he finished tied thirtieth. Yeah, tied thirtieth. Uh, and amongst amongst the Europeans, there were a couple guys. There were three other Europeans who've played in the past. You know who those are? What f- former European Ryder Cupers who were in this event? Uh, Russell Knox. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, Graham McDowell. Graham McDowell, and he had a, he had a good finish. Graham, Mc, uh, Graham McDowell Thomas, finished tied twelfth. Who else was there? Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, you said right? Yeah, he's there. And I don't know who the last one is. Who? Tell me who it is. I don't so, know. so the other two, there are two others. There's Luke Donald played. Oh yeah, I saw that. Made eighteen thousand dollars. Made eighteen thousand dollars, and uh, Danny Willett missed the cut. Danny, Danny Willett missed the cut, huh? And amongst amongst the Americans, there were only two former American Ryder Cuppers who played in this event. Wow, uh, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed finished tied second. And let's see, Brent Snedeker. No. Nope, it was somebody else who, who's won a major and only played in one Ryder Cup. Only played in one Ryder Cup and won a major. Let me shh. Nope, won't be Sean O'Hare, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will be Peter Uline. I don't know. You he, won, he won the PGA. 
PGA what year? No, it doesn't matter. PGA, it would be... I think he won at Valhalla. Valhalla. Or I, no, I might be wrong about that. I might be wrong. Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend's... That's it? You're it? You got Amanda, Amanda's ex-husband. Amanda's ex-husband. Would it be Tiger's ex-girlfriend or Dustin Johnson's ex-girlfriend? Uh, we're she still may, trying to figure it out. She may have been both. Not uh, in this field, huh? I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah, Jason Duffner was in the field. And, Duff. and I think he missed the cut as well. Oh, wow. Interesting. I mean, it's it's an interesting. I mean, these players, you would think players would play in this. People with less status would be in this. I, I guess that's what they end up getting, guys. I didn't have a lot of status, right? That's right. And it said they couldn't... They couldn't uh, fill the 132-man field. And so, I mean, they really did some reaching. Um, guys on the senior tour, guys on the European tour. Um, there was a local amateur who had cancer who they allowed to play. It was a nice that. story, Brian Morris. Yeah. But, you know, story. guys so who... Know, know, maybe? Son, he, yeah, he, wanna, he had a great career. He, well, he, he had, had a great career until... Army, right? He had a great career until he went into the, into the Korean Army. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. But, you know, senior tour guys like Ted Purdy and Olin Brown were in this event. I saw that. Sean O'Hare had a good show. Well, not a good show, but he was tied for 22nd. But Kelly hasn't been playing very well, you know. He, he tied for 22nd as well, so. But there were a lot of, there were a lot, actually there were a lot of our young Europeans who we've talked about in the last couple of weeks who, who did play. Guido Migliozzi played in this event. I think he missed missed the cut. Um and uh, Higo, Higo, Higo Garrett Higo played in this event. Um, let's see, let's see who else. Seamus Power, some somebody who we've talked about. Aaron Re Aaron Ray is someone we've talked about. Aaron Ray, yeah. Young, Aaron young. Ray. Uh, Aaron Ray's the guy with two gloves, right? Yeah, yeah. Young Englishman of of Indian descent. Um, yeah, Aaron Ray. He, he won a couple times on the. European tour this year. I yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Dietrich is someone we've talked Thomas about. Thomas Dietrich's a good player up and coming. I don't even think we drafted him last we, week. We but didn't, but, but, but he, he was in the discussion. Uh, Steven Jaeger, yeah. the German, who uh, led the led the uh, uh, Corn Ferry Tour one year. Oh, uh, that's right. He did. He was in this event. So, you know, a lot of good young European players elected to come over and play this event. And then a lot of players that, you know, Adam Hadwin's in the event, Robert Garrigus, Nick Watney was in. So there, Seth Strzok, a lot of those players that, are, you know, in the past, they couldn't, I, I guess they lost some of their status. They're planning these events, right? Absolutely. Well, that you know, it's one where, yeah, they would go well down the uh, the priority list to get, the, to, to get their 132. But yeah, the, the, win, the winner of the event, so, you know, you would think that somebody, somebody you know, who's, who you recognize or an up-and-comer would win, and sure enough, uh, the win was a young Australian. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Yeah, what, what's his name, Lucas Herbert? Lucas Herbert, young, young Australian golfer, up-and-comer, has won on the European tour. Yeah, he won the Scottish Open. Did he win the Scottish Open? I think so, yeah. Yeah. On the Scottish Open this past year, yeah. So a good, really good player, I guess. So he gets he he was I, I saw an interview with him. He was so excited. He got into the Masters. He's going to get into the uh, into the Tournament of Champions. Oh, He's right. going to be in the Players. All these things he had never done before. I mean that's amazing, right? He gets in all those players, and maybe he's one of those up and coming uh, 
Cup guy. I mean, you know, the President's Cup. He might be one of those young and young guns to watch. So uh, just to, to preview, this is going to be, I, I think this is going to be one of our shorter podcasts just because there were so, set, you know, there were so few tournaments in the world of golf, so there's not a lot to talk about, and, and so few of the really big names played in this event, but what we're going to do today is we're going to, we're going to pretend with Trevor Immelman, and we're going to draft our international team too early, but we're going to draft our, our, our international team with, uh, with a year to go. Well, I got my six hot shots. I hope you have yours. I do. I'm ready to go. All right. I gave you, I, and just to preview everyone, I gave Rich a hand. I gave Rich a good team based on the people that I chose. So he, he, he made out on this one. So. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, you know, we've, we talked in the last, in uh, the last couple podcasts about young Europeans. And there was just a list that was published by Golf Digest of the best uh, 30 players in the world under the age of 30. And there are a lot more internationals on that list than Europeans. There really are. There, oh, my God, this, that list was amazing. And there are a lot of young players. A lot of guys that, that you know, every golfers every week when you're watching European Tour or the PGA Tour, you see their names and you're wondering, who are these guys? But a lot of these guys are very, very good players. Well, you know, it's interesting to me, you know, as I said, there were a lot of young international players, I'm sure many of whom will be mentioned in, in our, in our uh, upcoming draft. But the, the young European players that we talked about, the guys like Robert McIntyre and Victor Perez, are below all of them. And they're, they're and, below all of them. And, right? they're, and they're below, I, I mean, Taylor Gooch was ahead of Robert McIntyre. Does, do, you, do you really do you really think about Taylor Gooch as someone who's on the verge of making a Ryder Cup team? Yeah, I I, I know I, I don't get it. I mean, Robert, I mean this guy, this kid plays all. Myron McIntyre plays all around the world. But Taylor Gooch is above him. I don't know. I think there needs to be more points for players who play. Somehow in the standings of all these rankings, there need to be more points for players who play more international tournaments. I think we need to make this these tours really, really, you know, we need to welcome internet, the Americans going over and the internationals coming over to our tour. Somehow we need to do it. Well, I know, I, I, a lot I know there's that new partnership between the European tour and the PGA, and maybe that will make that more seamless for the guys. Yeah, I hope so, right? I hope it does. I mean, we need more. I mean, because you look at these last two events, Rich, that are coming up in, for the uh, road to Dubai, the DP World Ch- Next week you have the Portugal Masters. Which I don't even know how the Portugal Masters got in there. It was the one they just threw in there because there's no other tar- places to play a tournament. And then they have the DP Championship. There are only two. There are only two championship, two tournaments before the, their reward. This pretty, you know, it's been a long, it's a long road to get this championship. So, are is Colomar Carr going to play the last couple? Is Billy Horschel are they going to play the last couple tournaments, or is someone behind them going to come up and win the last one of the last two tournaments and win it all? Well, I mean, that's I what that's what happened last year, right? Uh, wasn't Patrick Reed? Yeah, Lee Westwood won, right? Lee Westwood won, and and Patrick Reed was was kind of poised to win, right? Yeah, I, maybe they need to make this this road to Dubai worth a lot more because then you would get more American players playing. There's no way Kalamar Kawa or you know um, they, Billy Horschel. There's no way they don't play these last two tournaments because one of those guys will win. They just have to ship. They don't even have to win. They have to come in the top. If they're in the top ten, they win this tournament, right? They win this whole. They win the world to Dubai. So I don't get. I quite. I don't quite get it. 
So we'll see. I mean, this week on the PGA Tour, they play the Mayakopa Championship. Um, I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder if Matt Kuchar is uh, is going to use his look for the same caddy. Look for the same caddy. I hope that guy gets with someone that's going to give him ten percent of the purse this time, and not two percent, or not not even two percent, like one point point five percent of the purse. I guess. Wow. Well, it is a better. It is a better field this week. Um, you have, you know, Billy Horschel. Well, Billy Horschel is not going to be in Portugal because he's going to be in Mexico. Uh, Justin he's Thomas. Really going to go to Mexico and not go to Portugal? Yeah. I don't know. Do, do you understand it, Richie? What's the rationale behind that? Uh, I, I, may, maybe he wants to bring his family to to Mayakopa. I have no idea. I mean, I think I, Portugal is a lot better than going to Mexico, actually. Portugal's beautiful. Uh, but Justin Thomas, Victor Hovland, Tony Finau, uh, Sergio Garcia, Scotty Scheffler, Matthew Fitzpatrick are all going to be at Mayakoba. So you're going to have more of a normal field this week. I kind of understand that. If you're a guy like Colin Marcala or you're uh, Billy Horschel, what do you do in this sense? Do you go to Mayakoba or do you go to play in Portugal and then to DC Championship? Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know who's playing in Portugal. Maybe Colin Morcao is in Portugal, or maybe he just figures there's not enough points there to worry about, and he's just going to show up to Dubai. He'll just show up to Dubai and play off. But this is the time of the year that the focus of the golf world does turn to the European tour. Because usually the best player, the best, you know, European players who play predominantly on the PGA Tour, but have enough points from majors and WGCs, come back and play these last couple events, which make them better, you know, better field tournaments than the reverse field events on the PGA Tour, like Mayakoba. Yeah, I mean, guys are just, I mean, I just think guys are just familiar, they're just comfortable playing in places that are close to home. They're not world-class travelers, and maybe that's it. Um, and on the PGA Tour, I mean, really, we're coming down to the end of, of the season, right? I mean, at, you get, they, they take a long break at, uh, uh, they take a long break for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So really, there's just three more tournaments, Mayakoba, then Houston, then uh, the McGladry. And then they're done for a while. Yeah, I mean, amazing, right? You know, other than, other than Tiger's, you know, Hero World Challenge, which isn't, you know, which is not, not, a, uh, not an event that gives you, that gives you uh, FedEx Cup points. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I was looking at this, Richard. The road to Dubai, it looks like these, the original, it looks like the winner only gets $1.5 million. That's crummy compared to, um, that's crummy compared to what the money you're winning for the president's, the, the FedEx Cup. So maybe that's why guys don't really care about it, right? Yeah, maybe so, uh, but it's so, it's so prestigious. I mean, if you look at the it's guys. very prestigious. Yeah, I mean, the same quality of players have won the road to Dubai as have run, won the FedEx Cup. It's, you know, yeah. you're, not getting, you're not getting, you know, your Richard Blands and uh, Jeff Winthers winning the road to Dubai. You're getting Lee Westwood. You're getting, you know, uh, Henrik Stenson when he was the hottest player in the world. You're, you're getting yeah, Ken, Rory, Rory McIlroy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing, right? I mean, I, I was re- just reading the, it says, Matthew Fitzpatrick, though he didn't win the race, survive, he walked away with $3.3 million after winning the $3 million first prize. So the three, it's a $3 million first prize for the DP champ, Tour Championship. So that's a great, I mean, that's a fair amount of money. Bill, Billy Horschel, I guess he has enough money now, so he just wants to play in these 
tournament that he has has a chance to win. But yeah, it's very interesting. We'll see who plays. And I I love watching the World of Dubai. I love these last couple tournaments. So it's a great it's great for all the fans. All right. Well, uh, our thoughts. You know, because it's another two years until Italy, our thoughts do turn to Quail Hollow. And uh, what we decided to do today, last week we, we drafted uh, the team that we thought would be playing for the Europeans in 2023 in Italy. And probably next week or the week after we'll draft Americans. We'll have to decide whether we want to draft for the President's Cup in 2022 or the Ryder Cup in 2023. But this week we are going to uh, we're going to try to help help Trevor Immelman uh, decide who's going to be on the international side uh, in 2022 at Quail Hollow. Yeah, I mean, I th- yeah, I think we're going to help him out. Rich, you're going to take six guys, good guys, and I'm going to get six guys, and we're going to have our team at twelve, right? Perfect. Yeah. Well, I guess. I get to, do I get to go first, or do you want to go you first? You get to go first. All right. All right. All right. So my first guy is Hideki Matsuyama. Wow. That's a great pick. Well, I think I think when you say his name, you always have to say it. Hideki Matsuyama. Yes, you have to have that pause in there, right? You have to have the pause at the top of at the top of the pronunciation. Say it a little faster because he's not pausing as much. Anymore. He, he is not pausing as much anymore. But that was his signature his signature uh, move. That's a great pick. You know, I didn't even think of Hideki because I knew you were going to take him. But I think that's a great pick. Well, I mean, Hideki is you know he won the Masters, so you know first uh, first Japanese man to win a major. Uh, he is currently, uh, he's currently, after winning last week, ranked number 12 in the world. What's and, the highest pick he's ever been ranked, Rich? Oh, I, I... Is he in the top five ever or no? You know, I think he was. There was that time he won the Memorial Tournament, and he seemed to be, you know, in contention at every major. I think he was top five in the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So that's a great pick. I'm get my first pick. I mean, there's so many good players, but my first pick is going to be Garrett Hagel. I think he's Ooh. one of those young, up and coming players. You know, he has he's won the PGA Tour. He's won a couple times in a row on the European Tour. I think he's an up and comer, and he's going to make a mark here in the United States on the PGA Tour. So Gary Hagel is the guy I chose. So and he played at UNLV, right? He played a year. He plays about as long as Kyrie Irving played at Duke. Yeah. Does he think? Does he? Does, does he think the world is flat? He thinks the world. Oh my God! I can't believe those two on that podcast. He that guy really thinks the world is flat. Uh, Hideki, Hideki Matsuyama was as high as number five in the world after 2017. Okay. Wow. Not too long ago, huh? Nope. Wow. Well, that's a good pick, Rich. I like Hideki. That's a good one. All right, so we have we have we have Hideki Matsuyama and Garrett Higo. All right, I am going to take one of my favorite guys who I picked all year and almost won for me at like every major, and that's okay. Lu- Louis Oosthuizen. That's a good one. Yep. Louis Oosthuizen is currently number nine in the world. He's the highest ranked international player in the world. Wow. And he has actually hasn't been that high since. Uh, 2012, after he won the Open Championship at, at St. Andrews when he was ranked sixth in the world at the end of the year. 
that's a good pick. He's just been so. Uh, He's been so amazing. So steady. Your, your yeah. team is going to be good already. I can tell because I. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great start, Rich. Good start. Good start. So next, I'm going to go. I'm going to take Corey Connors. I think he's Ooh. an amazing player, famous, a fantastic ball striker on the PGA Tour, and I just think he has a real game. He's cool under pressure. That swing is very consistent, and I just think Corey Connors is he's moving up in the world rankings, and he's just a lovely player. Um. Where let's see, where did he go to college? Did he go to one of those small schools in the States? I think so. Yes, say Corey Connors College. Kent State. He, he went to Kent State. Okay. Isn't that amazing? That yeah. You don't think of Kent yeah. State as a as a as a golfing powerhouse, but the home of the Golden Flashes. Golden Flashes. Golden Flashes. Well, he's he's been one of those guys. He's been so impressive all year. He really has been impressive, and with that swing, there's no way he cannot be impressive. So that's my second pick. It's a good one. All right, my turn again. Yeah. I am going to select. I think Corey Connors may have been my next pick, but I am going to select. Uh, someone who has been incredibly impressive for the last year and finally broke through with his first victory in North Carolina, and that is Abraham Answer. Uh, I think Abraham Answer has what it takes to win at, uh, at the President's Cup. He's a great putter, ball striker and putter. He's not a long hitter, but under pressure, that guy makes his putts. Uh, yeah, he's, a good, he's a stud. I mean, he hangs in there with the best of them. I love Abraham Anson's game. I love that he wants to take on Tiger in the President's Cup, and he's just a gamer. So I love that pick. So I'm going to go in a different direction here, uh, Rich. I have some other guys on my list that I see you early, but I'm going to make a, a little detour. And the third guy, looking at your team, the third guy has to be Cameron Smith. Yeah. He's an amazing player. It has to be Cameron Smith. Fantastic year. The last two, three years, he's really been up there in every tournament all the majors competing so Cameron Smith's my guy and he's just got such a fine mullet too the mullet is amazing the mullet the mullet Smith Cameron Mullet Smith I'm gonna take him the other thing about Cameron Smith is that he uh, has performed well in team events before yeah that's right that's right he won that team event with uh, he played with Jonas Blixt I think and won that's right Jonas what happened to Giannis Blitz? What happened to his game? Uh, he didn't get to play with Cameron Smith anymore. I guess, huh? <laughs> All right, good, good, good pick. So I, I'm going to have to swivel too because he was on my list, but that's oh, okay. Man. I got some. I got someone else. I got someone else who you who you're not going to pick. Okay. All right, but I am going to pick for my for my fourth pick. I am going to take the great Buddha himself, Sanjay M. Sanjay M. You just shit. you just have to convince him not to play like ten straight weeks before the President's Cup because he plays literally every week. He plays every week. Was it Ben on or Sanjay M that dressed up for as a bu- uh, bunny rabbit for uh, at Lake Nona? I think it was I, Ben on. I, I did not see that. I saw the picture. He was right beside Annika Sorenstein, and then they're like, "Is that Terrell Hatton standing next to him in the clown outfit?" <laughs> it was funny. That's great. Well, see, we'll, yeah, that's uh, a great pick. Sanjay M. He's a great player. He he's plays been, a lot. He's always in the top. 
always in the top. I mean, you can't find him out of a top 10 or 15 finish. Well, he's not on the PGA Tour, right? And he's got to be one of the leaders in birdie percentage because it seems like he's always in position to birdie. He's a fantastic ball striker. Okay, so since you went with him, i got to go with his fellow compatriot, Siwoo Kim. Ooh, that's a good one. Now, yeah. Siwoo Kim, though, is a little erratic. Yes, he is. He's one of those guys who seems to who seems to pop up in like win tournaments and then you don't see him for eight months. Yeah, he disappears. Yeah, I really like Steve Kim. I think he is. I think I mean, was he has he made a Presidents Cup? Was on the last Presidents Cup team, right? He has been on a Presidents Cup team. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I like him. Did he win the major? He won. Uh, he won the players when he, he was like players. when he was like twenty one years old. He won the players. Yep. Good, good player, Siwoo Kim. All right. I'm going to pick my fifth player is going to be uh, a guy who, in very short order, has won on the PGA Tour and worked his way. He was in the Tour Championship last year and uh, has created a renaissance of golf in the country of Chile, and that's Joaquin Neiman. Another guy hits the ball a long way, uh, good, good putter. Uh, solid overall game, but a great driver of the golf ball, a great ball striker, uh, number 30 in the world, and Good another pick. one of these young guys who is just, you know, going to get better and better. Good, great pick. Good pick. So my next uh, one is the player is Sebastian Munoz. Oh, it's a good one. Another really fantastic young player, which I think is really going to make the, the, this, he's going to make this team, you know, I just think he's played so well. He's been so consistent the last couple of years. He's won once, right, on tour. But, yep. he, you know, he's, he's schooled here. In the, he went to college here in the States, in Texas. So he's a great player. And, he, and he, he shows up in big tournaments. He's always on the leaderboard. What a fantastic player. You know, you know if, this is, if this is the team, you know, how, how great is it? How many countries are represented here? We've it's given Colombia, Chile... Um, you know, obviously it's usually, you know, Australia and South Africa, uh, Mexico, Japan, we have, we have Korea, uh, Mexico, Canada, you know, all right. Well, I have, I only have one more and this is my, this is, you know, I, I, I said to myself, all of these guys are relatively young, except Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen's a little older, yeah. but all of our other guys are very young. I mean, Matsuyama's, I think, still in his 20s. Abe Answers in his 20s. Neiman's early 20s. Sanjay M's early 20s. I think this team needs at least one more veteran, and all your guys are young. And yeah. you might say I would go with, you know, Jason Day or Adam Scott, but no. They've never had success in the President's Cup, but my guy has had massive success in the President's Cup, and he's gotten back into form, now number 57 in the world, and that's Brandon Grace. Wow, that's a good pick. Brandon Grace is the, is the only uh, person ever to shoot a 62 in a major championship before. He did that at the Open Championship. He was 4-0 at the President's Cup in his debut, uh, so he's been successful in the President's Cup. I think the veteran presence, uh, presence uh, if I'm Trevor Immelman, is going to be Brandon Grace rather than, you know, Jason Day or Adam Scott or Mark, yeah. Leish, or Mark Leishman, none of whom are in form. Yeah, you know, that's a good pick. That really is Brandon Grace. He's, play, he's trending well, playing well. I you know I was thinking about this last pick, and there are three guys that I would go with. And I'll let you know, I mean, 
you said Leachman, he would be a guy, but he's not trending well. He'd be that that steady Eddie, like you know, guy that some person with some experience. I was either going to go with him, uh, Christian Bezayuoy, or Lucas Herbert, and I think Christian Bezayuoy would be the better pick out of all three of those guys. I mean, he's all he plays well. He he's always in the he's always on the leaderboard. Maybe he hasn't won as much as like Lucas Herbert, but I or, or Warren or Leishman, but I think Christian Bezayuoy is the person I would go with in South Africa. I think he'd be a great pick on this team. Who, who broadcast? Who who has the who has the rights to the President's Cup? I, I, I don't know the answer to that. If it's NBC. Is it NBC again? I think it is. Uh, see, I just think it would be funny having Paul Azinger having to say Christian Bezoidenheit. Bezoidenheit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think about that pick? Do you think he's a good pick, Rich? Or, I mean, do you have to say Herbert, uh, Bezoidenheit, or Leishman? You know what? I would probably take Leishman as the safest yeah. of the three picks. And I'm going to add one other name. For consideration, another yeah. another Canadian who's played well all year, and that's yeah. Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah, I think Mackenzie Hughes is a very solid player who just also, like Corey Connors, just seems to work his way on the leaderboards. He really does. Yeah, I mean, I think Rich. I mean, looking at these teams, I think they are going to be. This would be a better matchup for uh, the the international team than we had at the at the Ryder Cup. I really do. I think these players, they're, they're like good players. They're always consistent on the top of the leaderboard, and they're all in pretty good form. So I think going into next year, this is going to be a good team to deal with for the Americans. You know, if, if, if this was a year where the tournament was held internationally, I'm not sure it wouldn't be, you know, the, the Americans would still be favored, but I think it would be close. I mean, the, the internationals played the Americans very close in Melbourne. In fact, as, yes. as I recall, the Americans needed to have a really good day at singles, which they got to win that event. But the team competitions, the internationals played great. Uh, I mean, it's amazing, right? The last time they played in the U.S., I think it was at Liberty National, and the internationals got boat raced. And, you know, you worry about that at Quail Hollow. Uh, but I think if this was, international, this, was, this was being played internationally with that team, I think they'd do really well. And just, right. and just like the European team, I think it's probably better you know, I love Mark Leishman and, and, and Adam Scott and Jason Day, but they don't seem to have the same... They, none of those guys has, have ever seemed to have the passion for the event that the Europeans had. And maybe getting some of these young guys on the team will, will reignite the passion like getting the young guys on the American team has done. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, that's a very valid point. And, you know, looking at this team... All these players play great in America. It's not like you're getting a bunch of players that aren't don't play a lot on the European tour. I mean, on the on the uh, PGA tour, every player on this list that we have, they're all members of the PGA tour. You know, you have guys like you know, we, you know, we have some of the guys on on a, on the European tour that they, maybe they play a little. Well, only one guy played a little in America, little in America, right? Most of the guys played a lot, but I still think this team is. I think these players play a lot better in the States than the European players. You know, if you look at the last couple of years, these players play a lot. They're, they're always up in the top of the, of the tournaments. They're almost trying to compete for the tournament. So I think they just play a lot better. I think they're going to play a lot better than we think they're going to play when it comes to, um, you know, Charlotte. I, I really think these players are going to be great. Well, you know, it's interesting. So now you know that, that three of the guys you picked – 
are all going to be on the PGA Tour with membership for the first time this year. One is, one is Garrett Higgo, who's already won an event. Another yes. is Lucas Herbert, who's already won an event. Won an event. And the third yeah. is, is Christian Bezudenhoit, who was really, he was dominant on the European Tour. He was great on the European Tour. He really was. Uh, and, and he played respect, respectably in the majors this year because he made all the majors. It, it'll be interesting. You know, you never know when guys come off the European Tour. Some of them succeed and some of them, you know, kind of work their way back to, back to the European Tour. Yep, you uh, never know, right? I mean, but like these guys, I mean, they want to. I mean, a lot of these international players, they want to be uh, the presidents come in. They want to be. I mean, a lot of them go to the the European tour because that's the stop. That's the stop, right? But a lot of them want to come to the states, and they stick here and play in the states a lot more. So it hits this list that we have. All these guys are pretty much in the states all the time. So. Well, I think that's a good list. And again, that you know, there's the other guy I thought about. I thought about one other guy, and that was Mito Pereira. Who who yeah. hasn't done enough yet, but really looks like he has the game to eventually be a President's Cup player. Yeah, he played well in last week's tournament. All right. Yeah, well, it's great. I, I think this is a great list you're right, Rich. I, I'm excited about keeping track of all these players and how well they do. The, the, the season's upcoming. There's going to be a little break in the season's here. But we look forward to talking about the Portugal Masters next week, see who's going to be in that, that tournament, and Mayakoba, and hopefully – no caddies get cheated out of their uh, fair share of the earnings next week. Right? And we'll decide, maybe next week, we'll, we'll, we'll decide whether we want to draft for 2022 for the Americans or 2023. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a fun, yeah. We'll, like we'll decide that and, 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 and let you guys know, and I'll, and I'll post a, a poll probably of, you know, maybe, maybe which of these players, uh, you know, should be on the team or something for the international side. Uh it's interesting. Oh, I just wanted to say you know, some of the last polls uh, in terms of the captainship. Uh, we had the, the majority of the folks voting for the U.S. captain for Zach Johnson. Zach, wow, interesting. Zach Johnson was the favorite of, of I think, about, about 50-60% of the people who voted on who should be the U.S. captain. And the European captain was really equally distributed between uh, Lee Westwood and Miguel Angel Jimenez. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Lee Westwood, yeah, I hope Lee Westwood gets it. I really do. But I don't think Jimenez is going to get it. I hope Lee Westwood gets it, definitely. All right, well, we will uh, talk to everybody next week after Mayakopa and the Portugal Masters. And uh, everybody... Road to Dubai is nearing an end. And we'll have big tournaments for the road to Dubai. And, and hopefully we'll see who's going to be in there and we'll make some, uh, we'll make some predictions as the, as, the, uh, as the tournament comes up. We sure will. All 